You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 242. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. As always, I am so honored and delighted that you have decided to join me for this episode, which is episode number 242. Kind of exciting to be in numbers that high. So, and I'm also excited for this episode and excited that you are joining me today because I'm going to do a little bit of a throwback to some of my earlier episodes. And that is specifically episodes number 42 and 53. And if you are new to the podcast, the only way to find those episodes is specifically on the happinessabound.com website because most of the listening platforms only carry 100 episodes at a time. So you can get anywhere between episode 142 to now, but anything prior to 142 you'd have to go back to the website. So I hope you will take a chance to go back and listen to those if you haven't had a chance to listen to them already, especially if you're a newer listener. But I'm going to highlight a few things from those episodes today because I think it's good to have a reminder sometimes. So the real question today is, is it you or is it the system? And here's what I mean. So often when we hit a wall or we're struggling with something, we can think it's us. And maybe, let's say seven out of 10 cases, it is us, right? We need to work through some roadblocks, some some mindset things that we may be running into. We may have to do a couple of things differently for ourselves personally. But what about those other three out of 10? Now, I'm just throwing that ratio out there. This is what I've seen in my own life. And in the previous episodes, I do give an example of me and math class in particular. Growing up, I really struggled with math and I wouldn't say like really struggled, bees, but it wasn't something that came easy to me. And I'd have to use my fingers and do all sorts of things. And I kind of had to teach myself a certain way of adding or subtracting things. And years later, now a year and a half ago, I guess, I was speaking to a friend and we started talking about the idea of common core, which common core math is a new way, newer way that teachers are teaching kids math. And as we walked through it, and then I researched it later and saw a video of how it was done, it was exactly the way that I had to teach myself to do math so that I could understand it. And it was so interesting because for so long, I felt like I was bad at math. When in reality, it just was the system it was being taught to me in. When the system changed, it made sense. Now that system was either changed by me or it was changed in the school system. And now here's, here is years later and I'm seeing it going, hey, that's what would work for me. That's how I had to kind of figure it out myself. So it was kind of cool, but I thought I was bad at math when in reality it kind of was a system that it was presented to me in. My brain worked through it a little bit differently. So do you have anything like that? I'm going to bring up another example here, the podcast. There's not very many podcasts out there that I am aware of that do a show every single day and do it solo without any external content to assist. When I first started the podcast, I 
felt like I had to do an interview show and it had to be once a week or once a month or what have you. And I found that that system just didn't work for me. Now, I could look at that and go, okay, the existing system of what is shown for success is this and it's just not working for me. Is it me? Could I try harder? Could I do more? Or is it the system? And there's nothing wrong with that system, but it just didn't work for me. And so I had to find a different way to work around the system to make it work for me. And I didn't immediately jump to, oh, woe is me. Something's wrong with me. I can't keep this up. I don't have a follow through. Because I couldn't work within that system, I had to find another way. So the question is, is, is it you? Or is it the system? And again, maybe seven out of 10 times, it is something that you need to work through. But if you've worked through it all and you've continued to push and you're still struggling and you're going, gosh, what is wrong with me? I want to nip that thought into the in the butt, right? Don't ask what is wrong with me because that sets your brain up to tell you everything that is wrong with you. Instead, ask, is this a system that I can work within? Is this a system that I can thrive in? If it's not, I need to find a different system. I need to find a workaround, a pivot. Now, this could be applied anywhere, not just podcast or math class. I think it can be applied in a work environment, right? Sometimes there's work environments that have a specific system of how management operates or how things happen or how people communicate. And you may fall outside that system and you're miserable and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get on board here? Why can't I communicate the way everyone else does? Mm, Don't ask those questions. Instead, ask, is this a system that's setting me up for success? If it's not, you have to find a way to establish, create, define a new system or go somewhere that has a system that aligns with yours. Go to a math class that teaches math the way that you understand it. Find a way to work through these things as opposed to thinking it's you and there's something wrong with you and you should just give up. Let's say that again. Find a way to work through these things. Specifically, find a way to set yourself up for success because it's not you, it could be the system. And here's another way I really like looking at this. If you have listened to a few previous episodes, you've probably heard me talk about this before. I love quizzes and tests that are all about personalities. I adore the Myers-Briggs, really love the Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin, StrengthsFinder 2.0, Five Love Languages. All of those have ways of categorizing you in a way so that it makes sense of how you function and your templates in the world. And when you can understand your templates, then you can look at the systems that align with your templates and then you can set yourself up for success. You can pivot as needed. So for instance, I love StrengthFinder 2.0 because it tells me, which it resonates wholly, so I believe it's true, it tells me that I like to strive for significance. Now, when I was younger, I thought that I really liked to be the center of attention and that was a bad thing and what was wrong with me? How come I always wanted to be part of stuff and just didn't like let it go to somebody else? Like I wanted to be in the center of it all. And as I have grown up, I felt like that was wrong and, and showboaty and all these things. 
and it wasn't looked upon very, very well by me or by others because we had this system of thinking it was this, what, you know, this one thing of Taylor likes to be the center of attention. Whereas when I read the StrengthsFinder 2.0 and realized that I really strive for significance, I realized it's not about being the center of attention. It's about being a significant person of influence in someone's life. And it before it looked like having to be the center of attention, whereas now it looks like creating a podcast and posting on a blog and doing videos and things like that so that I can feel like I have a part of significance and I'm meeting that strength, but I've changed the system of how I present it. Therefore, I've changed my mindset about it and realize it's not me, it's the system and I can find a different system to thrive in my template. So I recommend any of those. Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin is amazing if you want to learn how you can set yourself up for success in habits and routines. StrengthsFinder 2.0 is great to know your strengths and it's very tailored and customized for you. Five Love Languages is also a great way to see how you communicate and how you do best in receiving positive communication and feeling love. Myers-Briggs is always awesome. Right? There's so many tests and quizzes out there that can help you define your strengths and help you define and determine where your template lies and if that template lies within a system that you can work within or not. So I'm going to leave it there today, but I hope that this idea has resonated with you. Again, if you have the chance, go to happinessabound.com, look up episode number 42 and episode number 53, where I talk about these in a little bit more detail, but... Take a chance on yourself, but also take a chance to realize sometimes it can be the system and you have to find a different system to set yourself up for success. So that said, have a wonderful day and remember, you are capable of happiness abound.